Hey folks, it's Jen Teague and welcome to the second episode of Be a Hiring Hero. I am your host, Jen Teague. I am an ex-recruiter with over a decade of experience and this podcast is meant to help you as an employer, whether you've already hired before, maybe you made some mistakes, you're not really clear about what you want to do in hiring, you know what you want to accomplish, but you're not sure how to get there. Maybe you're a startup and you're starting small, but thinking big and you want to do things right. Or maybe you're a small business owner and you want to expand your business and you see the growth. This podcast is for you. We make recruiting and hiring fun, believe it or not. I know it sounds crazy, but it can be fun because it is one of your biggest investments you're going to do for your company as it grows. So uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about budgeting or excuse me, uh, recruiting on a, on a budget because let's face it, y'all, no one's made of money, right? <laughs> like there is a supply, a limited supply of money around there. So we can't always buy the fancy software or post really expensive ads for our job postings. So let's look at some creative, but also really great ways on how to do some recruiting on the cheap. Now, if you like any of these ideas that I talk about here, because it's a podcast, uh, I've condensed it a lot, but if you want to learn more about any of these ways that we're about to talk about, that are, that are easy ways to recruit people to get the people that you want and um, on a limited budget, I'm actually creating a course, a, a, a virtual course on this. And it's going to come out here pretty soon. So check out my website, genteague.com, uh, enter the employer section, be a hiring hero. And it's going to be there. And we're going to go into much more depth about how to utilize these ways, these tools on how to recruit on a budget. But for now, I just wanted to kind of give you an overview of what you can do because sometimes when you're an employer, and you just need people, you kind of get that, that, that quick rush over you and you just kind of go blank and, and then you get overwhelmed. You start Googling, you start searching, you start looking for advice and everyone's got all these ideas and opinions on what should work and what could work and what can work. And here's my way. This is the best. Well, I'm here to cut down all the confusion and chop it away for you. And we're going to talk about some really effective ways, proven effective ways that are not only inexpensive, but they're also really, really powerful when used right. So let's go ahead and start talking about these tools I'm about to give you. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. If there's one thing you are going to learn about me is that I've always been very thrifty with my resources. And there's a difference between being stingy and thrifty, but that's a whole different topic. So we won't get into all that. But being thrifty means that you're being clever with what you have. 
And instead of focusing on what you don't have, you utilize what you have in front of you and you make the most of it and you just take it and run. And that's been one of my kind of specialties, I guess, over the years is that I don't have to have a lot of cash to get good results. And even though it's nice to have, and of course you scale as you grow, it's not necessary in the beginnings because you can just work with what you have. So know that, again, these things have actually worked. They're not just theories. They're not ideas. They're not things that I read about that seem interesting. This stuff actually works for finding good employees. And I remember, um, years and years ago when I first started out in recruiting, I worked with my dad's employment agency and we were, I was mainly doing marketing back then, but I also did, you know, interviewing. I also did placements. I also worked jobs when people didn't show up to their, to their assignments. So, you know, it's kind of a whole jumble of things, but the thing I learned there was that thriftiness is really important and creativity is even more important because you don't always have the funds available to say, Hey, you know, let me, let me go in and spend X amount of dollars on advertising for a position because it's not realistic. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you look at your budget. If you even have one, I get it. We're all human. We may not have a budget, but let's say you do. If you're a one person show, if you're just starting up, you're not really putting in that, that recruitment budget yet because you don't know what to expect. So, like I said, this is really great for people that are just starting out. Maybe you've got a startup and you know, you're going to grow eventually, but you're not quite there yet. You're, uh, it's also good for people that have a business that want to start scaling up, that want to start growing. Maybe things have gotten overwhelming and you need to find people. This is also great for people that have hired before, but maybe just need a few ideas on kind of reinventing the wheel, so to speak, or, or trying to find new creative ways on how to hire. So these are budget-friendly recruiting tips for you that have been proven that do work and you can start using right now. So let's get into it. First way that you can start recruiting on a budget right now, today, as of this podcast, is to utilize your social media. All right, now, some of y'all either cringed or you were got, you got kind of excited, you kind of lit up, because there are two types of people in this world right now. People that are for social media and people that are against it. And I get it because I have the same frustrations as everybody else with social media, but it's also a very powerful tool. So it doesn't matter what you think about social media or how you feel about it or, you know, your, your ideas on how it can be better. That doesn't matter here. What matters is people are on social media and whether, whether they want to be or not, they're there. And when job seekers are looking, one of the first places they're going to hit is their social media. They're going to say, Hey, you know, who's hiring? Who do you know that, that needs X, Y, Z? I've got these skills. Go on social media. There are so many ways you can utilize social media, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, 
uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, wherever. I mean, those are just a few of, of the platforms that you can use. No matter where you are, no matter how you use social media, you can use your social media platforms that you already have set up. Even if you haven't been on there for years, even if you don't usually get on there regularly, you can always go on there and do a job posting. And believe me, you're going to get results. You're going to see people coming through. Now, again, you know, this is, this is a very condensed podcast of the big picture. So I'm not going to go into too many details, but use whatever social media platforms you have and go in and look for posts where people are looking for, for work, uh, for your specialty that you're looking for, or just even post a job posting and and say, Hey, you know, I'm looking for help. You know, let me know if you know, if somebody looking for, you know, whatever kind of position you're looking for, and you're going to get people that want to find work. You're going to get referrals. You're going to get people that are interested because it's so weird no matter who you have on your social media uh, account, accounts, your, your connections, your friends, your, uh, your tweets, your, 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 um, your, your followers, it doesn't matter who you have, even if they're the most negative person in the world, when it comes to hiring and when it comes to open positions, people want to just spread the love. Like it's the craziest thing. I don't know what it is, but everybody loves to, to spread the ideas of jobs out there. And so when, when a position becomes available and they know a somebody, they're going to connect you. Now, they, they may not connect the right person, but the point is, is that you're getting people, you're getting feedback, you are connecting with people and letting them know you have this job position available. So social media is super, super important. You don't even have to do ads. You don't have to spend a dime on social media. All you have to do is post that you're looking for somebody, put a couple of the specifications up there, and you're going to start seeing results. Another great way to recruit people without having to spend a lot of money or time on it is referrals. We just talked about that with social media, but you can also talk to everyone in your network and say, hey, I've got this position that I'm thinking of filling, or I need somebody who can help me with this. And believe me, people are going to want to help you. They're going to want to talk to you and tell you, hey, you might want to check into this person or talk with this person. They know so-and-so or, you know, they, they just, again, when it comes to jobs in, in, in an open position, I mean, people put their feelers out. They really want to help. So have people help you. That may be hard for some people. I know I'm guilty of this as well, but it's always so important to talk to your network and to find out who they know because you don't know everyone that they're connected to. And so when you put that information out there and you let them know that you're starting to put feelers out, you're trying to find people they're going to look for you as well. So they're almost like free recruiters, but they just don't know it yet. (laughs) So make sure that you thank them profusely for referrals, even if it doesn't work out. But, you know, thank them because, um, you know, referrals are kind of a touchy, touchy sort of subject because if you don't hire someone's son or nephew, you feel obligated like you kind of have to, but if you decide you don't want to, then you feel like there's going to be hard feelings. 
nine times out of 10, there aren't going to be hard feelings, but that's just the feeling that we have, right? Like we don't want people, we don't want to lose our connections. We don't want to lose our network. So we feel kind of obligated to hire people that we really don't feel are a good fit for our companies, our business, the position, whatever the case may be. So don't feel obligated to, to bite at every single referral that you get because they understand, Hey, you know, we, we get that, you know, you're looking for something certain, a particular person, you're looking for a particular skill set, mindset, whatever, whatever you're looking for, but they are just mentioning names to you. So they're putting names in that pot for you to consider. So just thank them. And even if it doesn't work out, let your connection know and say, Hey, you know what? Thank you so much for that referral. It didn't work out, but if you know of anybody else, I am open. So always look to who you know, because they may know people that you don't. Now, this might be kind of intimidating <laughs> to, uh, to do, but just hear me out here. Okay. Next way you can, you can recruit on a gut uh, on a budget is by turning to your competitors. Now, before you turn me off here, just, just hear me out <laughs> because this does sound kind of weird. I know, but chances are you already talked to your competitors, whether it's at networking events or maybe, you know, you're down the street from somebody. Uh, if you're in retail, of course, you're going to have competition. So you're already, you know who your competition is. But sometimes y'all can turn to each other because you get each other and you can always, always turn to your competition. I know it sounds crazy, but here's how you can do it. Talk to your competition, your competition and say, Hey, you know, I realize we're in the same game here and I realize that, you know, we're out to, to make our businesses better, but do you have any applicants that maybe you were you know, not so much considering, or maybe you were, and it just didn't turn out because they didn't hire a person doesn't mean that they're not good. Maybe they just didn't fit into the company. Maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe, I mean, on and on and on and on. There are so many different circumstances as to why a person isn't a good fit, right? Or, or, you know, why they didn't get a position. And it's not because they're, they're bad people, you know, or bad employees. It's sometimes because it just didn't work out or because they found someone with one more skill set than the previous person had. But sometimes that's not necessarily bad for you. Maybe you're not looking for all the skill sets. Maybe you're looking for that exact right person. And that second place candidate at a competitor is probably your first place candidate, and it's really important to, um, to, to find them and to seek them out because they're actively looking and it's kind of awkward. I get it. And it may not be a way for you to recruit, but if you are more, ha- you know, more hands-on and you're, you're ready to, to, to really get down and dirty about this, going to your competitors is a really great way. They've already applied. They already have a resume there. Um, they already considered them, you know, maybe even went through testing and and everything. I mean, they, again, and I can't stress this enough. People are very helpful when it comes to recruiting. And so you'd be surprised at even the hardest competitor that you have. Somebody that is not willing to share an ounce of information could possibly 
be willing to help you out when you are recruiting. So, um, also too, uh, you know, if you, if you're not comfortable with going to competitors, I get that, but, um, I do talk about the importance of second uh, place candidates in an article at uh, fastcompany.com. And it's really important to keep those guys engaged because if you don't, then you're going to lose out on really great talent. So if you ever have a plot or excuse me, had a, had a, a job posting before, and maybe you're not really, you weren't really a hundred percent on somebody and went with someone else. Always keep your second place candidates in your database and continue to communicate with them because you never know when an opportunity is going to strike. So you can either turn to competitors or you can also look to your own database and look for your second place candidates because they could end up being your first place ones. All right. So up to this point, we've talked about a couple different ways that you are able to recruit on a budget. We've talked about using your social media. We've also talked about getting referrals from people as well as looking to your competition and also looking at your second place candidates. So the last way I want to talk about, which a lot of people don't think about sometimes, is college boards. These are an untapped wealth of applicants for you. Now, I don't know what kind of position you would need to fill. If it needs experience, I get it. This may not be the best way, but for most people in most circumstances, this is a gold mine of applicants and it, they're totally free. And I, I love them because not only are you helping your business, but you're also helping somebody that is graduating from college that may have student loan debt. And, you know, you're just kind of doing something good out there. And it's just, it's a really great tool for people and they don't sometimes utilize that. So here's my suggestion. Doesn't matter if you went to college, it doesn't matter if you went to college at a state, whatever you've got universities, you've got trade schools, you have, um, uh, to your universities, you've got places, you've got schools around you, whether it's in a, in a, uh, metropolitan, metroplex area, metropolitan area, whether it's a, um, you know, a smaller school, it doesn't matter. You've got some kind of higher education area or, uh, b schooling that you can turn to, to fill your positions. So when you go to college boards, Sometimes you might need to call, a lot of them are online, but all you have to do really is just register and make sure that, you know, your company is legit. They're going to make sure that you're not just trying to get somebody, you know, for free or, uh, try to create a position that's not really there. You know, they're, they're, they might ask you a few questions, but in the end, you're able to usually look at all the different applicants based on the criteria that you want to look at. You're also able to get access to thousands of people that are eager to go to work because they have all this knowledge and they're so ready. They want to get out there. They want to utilize it. They want to use their, their information that they just learned and paid for and you're giving them that opportunity. So they are very eager. They're ready to roll. They usually have really great resumes because they have the help there 
the the usually they have on-site help where where they go through resumes and they know how to interview well they know how to present themselves so this is a really great tool so it doesn't like i said it doesn't matter if you went to college or not it doesn't matter if you even attended the school usually schools are just very grateful for employers that utilize these boards because they don't go off of profit they're not a, a commercial job board. They are, they're, you know, they're an education, they're a nonprofit. So they usually just look to people like you looking to hire. So definitely get involved and utilize those, um, those job boards for colleges and for universities and trade schools and, you know, whatever, whatever you're needing, just go there and just open up an account and see what, what's out there. Because even if you don't know what's out there, you can always search and see, and you can start making connections because if you know, maybe right now you're not hiring somebody, but maybe in the next year, you're going to be hiring someone, you can still find them today and you can start pruning them and you can start really getting that relationship building going on. And by the time they're done, or by the time you need that position filled, they're ready to go and you've got less time for training, you've got, you know, less time for, for fitting into the culture, all that kind of good stuff. So make sure that you are familiar with your college boards. Make sure you know what college boards are going to work for you. And that, my friends, wraps up recruiting on a budget. If you found this podcast interesting and you want to find out more information, I have good news for you. I'm so excited because I am going to be creating a course, an online course, specifically covering recruiting on a budget. I think it's really important for people to understand that there are a lot of really great tools out there, but a lot of them cost money. And the great thing about recruiting on a budget is that you don't have to have a lot of money. You just need to know where to look. There's a lot of resources out there that you can either get for free or for minimal cost. And you can get some really great applicants from that. So if you're interested, it's not completed yet. It's in the process of finalizing right now as of the recording of this podcast. But if you are interested and it's not published yet, and you're hearing this uh, re- really close to when this was published, um, drop me an email or comment below that you're interested and we'll connect together. And uh, I'll give you the information for that course. It's going to be super detailed. It's going to go into a lot of information on how you can utilize these platforms and these resources for your recruiting needs. And it's going to be something that I think will help you uh, in the long run, even if you're looking to hire right now, you're looking to hire a year from now, or you're looking to hire maybe five years from now. Either way, these things are pretty evergreen and they're not going anywhere. So um, they may be newer, but they're not going anywhere. So that's the great thing about them. So make sure you check out genteague.com. And go into the Be a Hiring Hero section for employers. You can download a free hiring checklist there. You can also check out any of the uh, episodes that we have here. I've also got a blog. There's so much there. So you can also check out all my courses. 
Um, so much information there and uh, is there for you to use. So please check out genteague.com. Until next time, y'all have a great day and go out and be the hiring hero that you were made to be.